0: Hi, I'm Ashley McElwain, Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist and Founder and CEO of Foundation Restoration. Welcome to Foundation Restoration's Real Talk podcast, where you'll find real people discussing real issues while offering real help at the intersection of clinical expertise and a biblical perspective. We're so glad you've joined us. friends, and welcome to the latest episode of Real Talk. I'm so glad that you have joined me, um, whether you're listening in the morning, afternoon, or evening. Um, I hope you will grab a, co- a cup of coffee, grab you a, a cup of tea. Um, typically, coffee is my drink of choice, um, but this evening I'm recording kind of late, and I am in drinking a little bit of lemon herbal tea so that I'm not up all night. Um, I just want to welcome you back. Tonight, we're going to be exploring the topic of five things everyone should know about therapy. Uh, One of the things that I find so often coming up in my conversations is just this general misunderstanding of therapy and counseling and what exactly the point of it is, what we're doing what to expect, who it's for, Um, there just seems to be a lot of, again, misunderstanding, confusion, misconceptions, just a lack of understanding into what it is, why it's important, what to expect, who it's for, etc. So tonight I want to delve into five things everyone should know about therapy from my perspective as a licensed marriage and family therapist. So the first point of the night is just, what is therapy and who is it for? Well, I would say that therapy is for everyone and anyone who is wanting to grow. It's not just for people with problems, people with um, severe mental illness. Um, There seems to be kind of this stereotype that therapy or counseling is only for people who are on the verge of breaking down. And while certainly therapy and counseling is helpful for severe situations and circumstances and mental health issues, we are more than that. Um, Therapy and counseling is just for anyone, everyone who's looking to delve into something, who maybe needs to process or unpack something. Um, If you know me, kind of one of my favorite terms is unpack. Um, I just think that life is full of experiences and situations and things that um, we go through and it's helpful to take time to kind of unpack it, look at it, examine it, and figure out how we want to organize it. Um, I think about it often like moving. Um, I have moved a lot in my life and um, I I love that there's a cleansing process in that. You kind of get all the boxes, you open them all up. Um, and you kind of figure out, do I want to keep this? Do I want to get rid of this? Do I need to reorganize this? What is the purpose of this? And, and sometimes it's just a reorganization. So, um, I love the idea that therapy is kind of just this unpacking process of looking at our life experiences and looking at our relationships, looking at the things going on in our lives. Sometimes it's just a new season, Um, I think about for me as a mom, um, when I first had my son, I really struggled with that transition into motherhood and what that looked like and how to continue to run my ministry, but still wanting to be a full-time mom and making sure that I'm, I'm prioritizing my husband and my marriage. And so I think that there was a lot of anxiety and kind of just a lot of trying to sort through what that stage of life was going to look like. How do I make that transition and adjustment in a way that I desired to? Um, and so I started going to therapy at that time um, to begin to unpack what what that looked like, what my struggles were, kind of what was going through my mind and um, and figuring out if there was just a better way to organize my thoughts and my feelings during um, what was a challenging time for me. But that being said, I, I think that therapy is just really an incredible opportunity for anybody to to pause and look at their life, look at their life experiences, look at their relationships, and figure out how they can improve, how they can grow, how they can maximize their lives. And so, um, the the first thing I would like people to know about therapy is just that it's for anybody, it's for everybody. If you desire to grow, if you desire to Learn if you desire to understand, um, again, whether that's as an individual or as a couple or as a family. Um, I think therapy can be incredibly beneficial to anyone and everyone who desires to grow and has the posture of, I want to understand and I want to learn. Um The second thing I would say is that therapy is not an advice dispensary. Um, One of the biggest things that I hear is, well, what's the point of therapy? Um, You're just going to go in and slap a piece of advice on and send me on my way. Um, Or some people desiring that, like, hey, I need, you know, they'll come in, they'll sit down and say, I need you to tell me what I need to do. Um, And that is not what therapy is about. I would equate therapy more like a sounding board. Um, we are highly trained and specifically equipped to listen to the stories you tell, listen to the the things that you say, and put it into a framework of these are the goals that we're working toward. These are the things, the desired outcomes of your experience, and. So then we begin to delve into those things and listen and really we kind of are a guide down this path where we're reflecting things to you, reflecting back the things that you're saying, we're challenging kind of your thoughts, we're asking the right questions and really at the end of the day, the desire of therapy is for you to figure out the answers For you to understand what your moral compass is, what your value system is, and aligning that to the challenges or the decisions or the experiences or circumstances you're facing to help you navigate that and figure that out. It's to help you delve into the why behind the way that you function and the things that you do and the conversations you have. And again, what what makes you tick? Um, And so in some ways that we are kind of... um, detectives and guides and we are facilitating a process of exploration with very specific um tools and techniques and experiences and knowledge to create and and help you in that adventure and exploration into understanding and into growth um But for me personally, I tell people, if you're coming in here wanting me to make decisions for you, um, you're going to be disappointed because my job is to help you to figure out how to make the decisions. Um, We're not trying to create dependence on us. We're actually trying to create independence from us. And so the process of therapy is really creating a template for clients to make decisions Um, to navigate challenges and to facilitate that growth inside and outside the therapy room. Um, You know, therapy is a very brief interaction, maybe weekly, maybe bi-weekly, maybe once a month. And so if the therapist is expected to be the one making the decisions, well, what are you going to do for all of the other hours and moments and times and situations where you're not in therapy? So Really, it's this space that you can come in, unpack and process things in a meaningful way, and figure out why you do the things you do, and 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 then ultimately making your own decisions. What kind of life are you looking to lead? Um, and again, what is your moral compass? What is your value system that dictates your decisions and your thoughts and your interactions and your relationships? So. Um, that is definitely my my second point is therapy is not here. We're not here just to slap a piece of advice on you and send you in your way. And um, I think that's one of the things that makes it incredibly unique because in most of our human relationships, people kind of want the simple, quick answer, you know, and and it's you go to a friend and okay, here's the solution. okay, keep it moving. There's a tendency um, for people to, want to move through things as quickly as possible Um, and one of the really unique things about therapy is that we're not in a hurry we're looking to journey with you and while in friendships or relationships it can be really easy for people to want to give you the quick and easy answer and send you on your way Um, the reality is life is complicated issues are complicated and so Our desire is to journey with you as long as it takes and with patience and grace and understanding to help you figure out why it's so important to you and to do justice to what it is that you're experiencing so that when you, you we're not rushing through it, but we're just hoping to truly unpack it in a meaningful way that will facilitate the growth that you're seeking. And that's what makes therapy really incredibly unique um, outside of other relationships is, again, you have a highly trained person who is helping you, guiding you patiently and with endurance in a way that other relationships may struggle to do so. The third thing I think is important to know about therapy is that seeing a licensed professional is important. Um, there is a big difference, and I think that there are um, other avenues. You know, for example, I think biblical counseling. Um, I think that it certainly has its purpose and its lane. Um, but the reality is, licensed marriage and family therapists, licensed professional counselors, um, clinical psychologists licensed social workers there's a lot that goes into becoming those and there is a fragility to therapy and counseling that I think is incredibly important to understand um obviously I am a huge advocate for Christian therapy or counseling but I still think in the avenue of seeking a licensed professional um, and, again, not saying that there's no space or place for lay counseling or biblical counseling. I think that, again, there's a spiritual mentorship that happens in that. And I think that the human relationship is incredibly impactful in any avenue. But there is a significant difference in having somebody who has, um, you know, a four-year undergraduate degree a four-year master's program who has had to spend thousands of hours under clinical supervision with clients um, learning the specific nuances of how to navigate challenges with a very um, organized and powerful and impactful way of helping clients, also with empirical evidence and support. Um, There's a lot of theories which, you know, for us, we we look at that and we hold it up to the framework of, of the gospel and wonder and making sure that we are honoring the word of God and integrating that in the ways that we can when we can. Um, but we're also looking, there's a lot of great research out there, kind of like the medical profession, right? You go to a doctor and um, you kind of put out your symptoms and you trust that they have the medical expertise to help you navigate the best way to health and healing. Um, And so a licensed professional goes through a lot of training and a lot of experience um, to be able to have the expertise to navigate some really intense things and knowing the neuroscience behind it and knowing the empirical um, ability to go into that knowing, Hey, these are proven interventions and tools to help this person with a specific issue, especially when it comes to mental health issues, which is a real thing. Um, And so, you know, I, I, it's really important for people to understand that going to a licensed professional that there's a lot of value in that and that in my opinion it's incredibly important um to seek out a quality professional um obviously again we are at the intersection of clinical and biblical and we really try to make sure those things are integrated and overlapped for those desiring that um but I would just encourage you to to realize the value of that. And I think the reason I mention that is an important thing to know. I've had a lot of conversations with people who literally have no idea what went into getting licensed and, oh, did you do a weekend certification course? Um, and I have to kind of laugh because I think of all of the hours and all of the years and all of the sacrifice and, you know, taking a national examination and, and hoping to pray for that, sitting in a room for four hours to take that exam. And, um, you know, the amount of effort that went into being highly trained and highly skilled in my specific field. And um, and I, I just think there's a lot of value in that. Obviously, that's why I took that course of action to to be trained. And I believe in excellence. And so... I think that if you're thinking about therapy it's really important for you to consider seeing a licensed professional um and again if you're looking for the faith component there are a lot of licensed professionals like myself out there who love and prefer to integrate um, the word of god and so that would be an encouragement um that i would emphasize there is a difference and it's really um i think it's really important and a value uh the next point let's see um if i lost my train of thought here um bear with me (laughs) i'm looking at my notes um like i said it's kind of late it's been a long day um so okay point number four thank you for bearing with me um the other thing to know is that not one size fits all Um, I just had a really interesting conversation with a lady the other day and she was saying, you know, when I was a kid, I tried therapy and it didn't go well and, um, it just was not a good experience. And I, even though I know that I would benefit from going to see a therapist or a counselor, um, I just can't bring myself to do it. Um, and so I was talking with her about it and I said, you know, I totally understand that. And. The thing that I would tell you is therapy is a relationship. Granted, it's a professional relationship with very specific boundaries and purpose. But at the end of the day, it's two human beings. And you have to realize that that relationship, that therapeutic relationship has to be a good fit. And you might not get it right on the first try. Um, A lot of times in my initial sessions, I tell my clients, hey, You're here, you're checking it out. And I know it's hard to go through all of the intake and all of the backstory and trying to get me up to date. And um, it's a lot of information in those intake sessions. But I say at the end of it, look, if I'm not the right fit for you, if for some reason something just feels off or you just don't feel comfortable, that's okay. This is a relationship And you have to feel comfortable. You have to feel like I get you. And otherwise, it's just not going to be the process. It's not going to be the journey. It's not going to be the experience you're looking for. And so don't get discouraged. I was telling this particular lady, I said, if I had to equate it to something, I would almost say it's like dating. Um, You have to find the right fit for you um, dating can be fun, right? But it also can be really cumbersome as you try to get to know the person and help them to get to know you. And there's a lot of history and there's, it's tough starting over. But when you find that right person and the right fit, you're like, oh yeah. Okay. Now I know that it was worth it dating around and kind of exploring to figure out what it is that I was looking for. And now that I found it, it was worth kind of all the searching. And so um, I feel like finding a therapist can kind of be similar to that of you you kind of date around and um, yeah, it can be a little bit of a pain having to give the history and search and find the next. Um, but at the end of the day, when you find the right therapist who gets you and has a style that works for you, it's so worth it. Um, because you're going to grow and you're going to explore and you're going to understand and you're going to learn new things and you're going to see new inroads in areas maybe that you have never seen inroads or progress. And so um, don't give up. Realize that therapy, you know, that therapy is a journey and you have to you have to go into it with the right person. Um, if you don't trust the person guiding you, Um, it's probably not going to be a very effective process. So like I tell my clients, if I'm not the right fit for you, that's okay. Um, This is a one-way street relationship where you get to call the shots. And so if I'm not the right fit for you, um, then that's okay. And there are different styles. Again, I'm a very nurturing personality. Um, I like to challenge my clients. um, But at the end of the day, I'm not a super-duper directive person. I don't give a ton of homework. Um, and some people like that. So again, it is a relationship. And so I would just encourage you with that fourth thing to know is um that it is not a one size fits all. It's a relationship and you might have to kind of date around until you find the right therapist to work with. And then my fifth and final point is therapy is challenging. If you were with somebody doing therapy, doing counseling, and they're doing a good job, you're going to be uncomfortable, you're going to be challenged, and you're going to be pushed. Um, I think one of the things I hear most often of why people maybe are turned off from therapy is, oh, yeah, you go in there and you just hear, well, if that's what makes you feel good, then you should do it. And there's kind of this blanket affirmation that your feelings are supreme, your thoughts are always right, and that you're going in just to hear all behaviors are just fine as long as it makes you feel good. Um, I would encourage you and challenge you to run if that is what your therapist or counselor is saying because that's not going to be of benefit to you. Therapy should be uncomfortable. It should challenge you. Um, Your therapist should be asking you tough questions um, that create meaning, and help you better understand who you are and the way that you function, how you make decisions, where you're going, they should be that person who says, no, wait a second. Just because it feels good, do you think that it's the right choice? And that's kind of going back to that value system and the moral compass and asking the right questions, asking tough questions, delving, diving deep into things and making you really examine your choices and your thoughts and your feelings and your relationships and asking you to do the hard work. Um, You know, our job is to help you break it down, break things down into practical steps and um, to force you to get very real with yourself and with what's happening um, there's a stripping down. there's a vulnerability, there's a rawness to therapy if it's done right. And that can be tough. and people don't always like that, right? We don't like to we don't want to kind of have that feeling that we're standing there completely stripped down and and all of our masks and all of our guards and all of our attempts at our highlight rails are gone. And it's just the real us sitting there with somebody looking at us and helping us hopefully navigate that in a way that we say, okay, is this who I really wanna be? Um, and you know, I, I really would challenge you that if for some reason your therapist is a yes man or a yes woman, run the other way. Um, I tell my clients, I am your biggest fan, I'm your biggest advocate, but part of that journey is challenging you. Um, if you're coming in here just wanting to hear, yep, 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 great. Um, you're not going to grow and you're wasting your time. You're wasting your money. You're wasting my time. Um, I am here to challenge you and to push you and to help you kind of rethink and re-examine things. And that's what therapy is. It's a, it's a challenging, uncomfortable situation. Sometimes things get worse before they get better. Um, I tell my clients, it's almost like when you walk into water at the beach and the sand, everything stirs up before it kind of settles back down. Um, and so, yeah, we we ruffle feathers. Again, it, going back to the analogy of unpacking, um, when you unpack those boxes, it is a mess. Um, but you roll up your sleeves and you just tackle one thing at a time and slowly but surely you get it unpacked, you get it organized, and when it's all done and you take out the trash, and you look around, you say, ah, oh, this feels really good. So that's kind of what therapy, the five things I would say therapy um, should should be about, that you should know. Um, again, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about it, and um, for the person who wants to do therapy, I would just encourage you to do it. Um, even with maybe not the best therapist or the best experience, um, you're still going to grow. I think there is zero chance, zero risk that you won't learn something um, or grow in some way. Just go and grow. Um, Again, sitting there, looking at yourself, examining things, um, asking yourself the tough questions, doing the hard work, you're going to grow, you're going to learn And there's always value in that. So I would encourage you, if you're on the fence and you're thinking, should I do therapy? Should I go to counseling? I don't know. Do it. Um, It is just of such benefit. I I love going to therapy. Um, Obviously, I'm a therapist, but I go to therapy. Um, I love having somewhere I can just kind (laughs) of unpack. The other thing I would say is don't let stigma um, don't let stigma or others, false perceptions of therapy, keep you from pursuing it. Um, it's funny because even as a therapist, uh, I have many people make comments about how pointless it is and, um, or they'll just say a lot of negative things about it, or they'll kind of throw their stigmas out there. Oh yeah, I could give advice too. Oh sure. I'm a great listener too. And, um, I just kind of laughed at myself and I say, you know what? I know it goes into being a quality therapist. I know it goes into being a quality clinician. And whether or not somebody else approves of that, if you are desiring to grow and learn and be challenged and work hard and gain understanding, don't let anybody stand in the way of that. Um, obviously, there's there's just a lot of, again, false information and misunderstandings and misperceptions about therapy. And so, Um, don't let that discourage you. It's worth it. And I'm cheering you on. And, you know, don't get discouraged. Again, it it sometimes can be a process of finding the right fit for you. But at the end of the day, growth is always worth it. So I would encourage you to pursue it, to think about it, to maybe challenge your thoughts about it. Um, For some of you, you're like, no, I don't want to go to therapy. I don't need it. But maybe the growth area for you or the challenge for you is to support somebody who is making that attempt to roll up their sleeves and do some hard work to dig into who they are and why they are that way or maybe to get help with their marriage. Um, You know, I would just ask you to consider coming alongside and say, wow, that takes courage. That takes courage to strip down all the pretenses of who you pretend to be and just get real with yourself. So I would just encourage you to encourage them. Well, friends, this concludes this episode of the Real Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad you did. Remember, you were handcrafted by God, are dearly loved, and greatly needed in this world. We look forward to seeing you back here next time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Real Talk. To stay connected, follow Foundation Restoration on Instagram and Facebook at FND Restoration or visit us at www.foundationrestoration.org for more information. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to follow or subscribe and to leave us a five-star review so more people can find our show. Foundation Restoration is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry that believes marriage is the heartbeat of society and exists to equip, strengthen, and restore marriages through clinical expertise and a biblical perspective. Please consider supporting our ministry with a tax-deductible donation at www.foundationrestoration.org. Your gift makes programs like this possible. Thank you for your generosity and partnership.